And then this is the thing. God doesn't just say, go ye. And this is where normally we stop. Go ye, I'm going and I'm going to preach the good news and I'm going to bless people and tell them about Jesus and get them saved. And we do that pretty much. But the other part is usually cut off. Verse 17, this is and these signs. And these signs. Are you seeing them? Verse 17, and these signs will follow those who believe. This is in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. All of you, you all and your friends that don't believe it, they will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Hallelujah. God is saying to the church that we have authority. He has given us authority. He has given us power to take up serpents, to pray with new tongues, to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. And it's all done by faith. Amen. You have to have faith to do all of these things. But but your faith will work much better if you're flowing in the spirit of God. If you're flowing with the power of God. And the power of God comes through and by his Holy Spirit. Amen. And now how do you get to the Holy Spirit or by the Holy Spirit or through the Holy Spirit? By praying in the heavenly language that God has given us. Amen. When you get born again, the Holy Spirit resides on the inside of you. But you have to feed your spirit, man. You got to wake him up and you got to feed him the word. And you have to connect with God. And do whatever it takes to get more of God so that you can do what God says you're going to do. It's hard enough for you to get up in the morning. How are you going to go out and do exploits? But I'm telling you, if you would pray in tongues for a good 15 or 20 minutes and get your, your I call them your pipes, you know, your spiritual pipes cleaned out and start to flow and to feel God and get that connection. I always tell people that tongues is a connection or it's the power. It is the power of God, but I tell them that if you're you're born again, say for instance, if you were a radio and you're not plugged into the outlet, but you pay your bill every month, you and you don't turn on the radio, you don't have what good is it? No power. But if you plug it in to the power source, I don't know who you have in Detroit, but we have the Illuminating Company and or CEI or Ohio Edison, whoever it is. And if you plug that radio into the to the power source, you're going to get some activity. Well, it's the same way with tongues. You don't turn them on. It's off. You understand what I'm saying? You need to get in there and, as uh, Robert Slaredon used to say, roto-root yourself so that you could come alive and get strong in the spirit so that you can do whatever it is that God has called you to do and more. Jesus said you'll do more. You would do more. He says, you will do what I did and more greater things will you do. But you can't do it just you being you. Just being a nice, lovely Christian is all well and good. (laughs) But, you know, we've been delivered from the curse of the law. And, you know, so we can't do things just in our own strength. According to, well, you know, God said he was going to save my soul. You're saved, but feel good about it and have fun being saved. Have fun with it. Amen. 
And so have, uh, flowing in the gifts of the Spirit, you have to go through the Holy Spirit. And you got to wake him up. you got to revive him. you got to pray in tongues, use your gifts so that you can come alive and be motivated. You know, the Holy Spirit is not only a comforter, it's a motivator. To motivate you, to, to bring you up higher on a higher level, to do all those things that God has told you to do, to give you power, not just to empower you, but to give you courage and to give you strength and to give you the boldness that you need to go forth and slay the enemy. You're, you're dealing with a mean devil out there who wants to kill, steal, and to destroy. And so you have to be equipped to take care of everything, the Bible says, the wiles of the devil, or every scheme and everything that he will, will bring up in your life to try to hold you back from getting God's best. And so we need to take the Holy Spirit seriously and treat him like he is alive and well. He is not dead. He's alive. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, when when Jesus died, he gave up the ghost. <laughs> he was holy, but he gave up the ghost. When he died, so that we can not only live, but get uh, everything that we had coming to us, everything that was promised to us. But we can't do it just being saved. We need more. A, a, A church triumphant, a triumphant church is a warring church. A warring church is a church that flows in the gifts of the spirit. A church that has power. A church that sees change that takes on the responsibility for lives, and not just lives, but the happiness of Christians. Amen? To see every family uh, delivered of all of the problems that they had. You know, to see marriages reconciled. To see children get off drugs. Not just enough to, well, I prayed, I went to sleep, but tomorrow's coming, and you want to see a breakthrough. So you got to plow through the breakthrough. Amen? You got to plow through. By plowing through, you got to have some power. You know, like a jackhammer in the spirit realm. Is anybody here today? Did y'all, you ate too much last night, huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Great Commission. People think the Great Commission, go ye and preach to all of the world. You know, go ye and, and tell. They don't connect that to tongues. Amen. But the Bible says that tongues will take an important part, a major role in the Great Commission. Amen. Because it gives you the stamina. These are my words. The robust, the the energy. It gives you everything that you need to to blast through that, that wall or whatever it is that the devil put in your way to keep you timid to keep you in fear, to keep you from doing what God has called you to do. Amen. Hallelujah. And then after we understand the power and how power works coming from the Holy Spirit, we need to be trained and taught. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. Hallelujah. So let's see, where am I? We we understand that tongues can be included. Now there's a, a natural uh, let's see, how can I put this? The natural language of the earth and 
God gives us the natural language of the earth. Now, there's two. Now, I'm not going to say it's two types of tongues, but there's tongues that comes in different forms. And I know of two, and it's a natural language of the earth. And that's where, in the book of Acts, they were praying in, in other languages. Like they were praying probably in French or Italian whatever eastern some eastern language so in other words chinese when you pray in tongues it can click over into chinese y'all following me or different natural languages that's okay and then there's a, a the second thing is that there's a spiritual language from heaven and that's tongues where you and that's from heaven it's a heavenly language so there's a language here on earth that is foreign and there is a language that is from heaven and i think god will mix the two on purpose to keep you guessing but to <laughs> but to have you flow in any means you need need to to confound the wisdom of the wise you understand what i'm saying because t- tongues is also a sign for unbelievers, and so he'll he'll do that. You know, we don't he don't tell us everything. So I'm just saying he'll do these things to keep us under the Holy Spirit's control, and not just our own. So there are tongues. Sometimes you can. I think a warring tongue. Now this is just me, but a warring tongue will go into a foreign language. Oh, you know, you can do this. Even music goes into this Indian drums and, you know, that's war. And it comes from the spirit within. And then there's a tongue, a warring tongue that you can have. And you can click over and, well, I've done Chinese. I don't know about you. (laughs) Hey, yeah, where's my Asians? (laughs) Hey, (laughs) they're over here. You know, and and so God will do that because you don't know anything about our founding fathers as much as the history books tell, but you don't know, you know, who warred and who uh, put in and paid the cost for us to be where we are. And so I think God knows all of these things. So he will give us mixed tongues. Now, a lot of, well, I don't know what it means. Well, the Bible says it's a heavenly language. It's, it's, but when you get to heaven, that's going to be the language. You better get to know it <laughs> if that's where you're going. <laughs> get to know it. Don't be afraid. You know, people think it's for used on occasions. It's not an occasional thing. It's for every day. It's common to people who are saved. It's uncommon to uh, some churches, but they're in the minority, I think, wouldn't you say? They're not in the majority. And so it's an everyday thing for us to pray in tongues, amen? It's just, it's who you are. We, uh, God says that we're spirit beings. We'll speak your language, amen, your native language. Let's go to Matthew 5, hallelujah. The native language, if you're a spiritual being. And God is a spirit, so how are you going to talk to him when you go to heaven? Matthew 5, hallelujah. A warring church, like that of, of the church uh, uh, the, in uh, Azusa, California. They had the Azusa Street Revival. Most of you are familiar with that. It was in uh, 1905 to 1906. And they understood the importance of tongues. It was a year 
this uh, revival was a year. It was in a house. And uh, they prayed. And all got, they turned the city upside down. I mean, they had power from on high. And they turned the city for the Lord. Amen. And they, because they believed what they read in the Bible. And they demonstrated it. Amen. See, this is what I, I'm thinking. Tongues gives you the goods. Without tongues, there's not fruit. You understand what I'm saying? And so God is interested in fruit. Amen. And it's coming from the in, your inward man. When you pray in tongues, I believe your inward man grows. He gets bigger and bigger. Amen. Hallelujah. So when they prayed in tongues in the upper room, it gave them power and the, an effective witness. We're talking about an effective witness. Not just saying repeat after me and forcing people to say, because people will just say it to get you, get, get away from me. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the benefits of tongues. Amen. There are many benefits, other benefits other than um, going ye, but speaking in tongues gives you an assurity or an assurance that you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's your evidence. Praying in tongues lets you know that you have been baptized. Let's go to Matthew 5. Matthew 5. You should be already there. Let's see. That's in verse 6. 5 verse 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. So blessed are those. Tongues is a sign that you've been filled with the Holy Spirit. Or this is the evidence that the Holy Spirit experience has happened to you. You know, God gives you evidence that something happened. It's not just everyday Christianity, but something has been deposited on the inside of you. And that something opens up a whole new world of awareness. Y'all understand it? And so, and the more you pray in tongues, the stronger your spirit life becomes. I believe if we would do it every day and exercise this gift every single day, I'm telling you, you'll start to walk in the Spirit. Is anybody familiar with walking in the Spirit? How many of you have? Be honest. You've walked in the Spirit. Ooh, I'm really scared. <laughs> Amen. Well, do you know you're supposed to stay there? Every, it's a life. It's called spirit life. And you're to live there. Every day, every day, and you know when you when you walk in the spirit, your natural hearing is different. You understand what I'm saying? It's like you have more the revelation of the word comes in. You know, it's not you don't have to fight your carnal mind to understand what a scripture means or what God is saying. It's like you're fine tuned and you're honed uh, to so much so. That you understand and hear God clearly, one instruction at a time. Is that making sense? Because you are, how can I say it, more alert and you hear instructions more clearly. That's what the Holy Spirit does for you. It helps you to understand, to discern, and to hear God's voice. Amen. Not with the natural ear. Because our natural senses can tell us one thing, 
but our spirit man which is alive and well on the inside your spirit man knows all things and hears god clearly your spirit man wants to obey god your spirit man is not afraid your spirit man gets the in, the instructions clearly and wants to go let's go go this way don't go that way you say i'm, I'm going this because your natural hearing your natural senses take over so uh, praying in tongues has a benefit that it will help you hear God's voice more clearly, take his instructions more clearly, and know where you're going and know what you're doing. Amen. So blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. They will be filled and evident that the evidence of being filled is praying in tongues. Amen. So let's see. The second benefit in speaking in tongues, it makes you strong. And that's in First Corinthians. Why don't we go there? First Corinthians 14. It makes you strong in your inner man. And if your inner man is strong, your body feels fine. Amen. If your inner man is strong, you don't have pain. You don't have sickness. You just flow with life. And you do it well. And you have a good time. It's not a chore to do anything for God. You know, people who get their inner man, uh, get your inner man right, you you wake up and you say, God, what is it that I can do for you today? Those are the people that get up and check in with God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You check in. And you're not afraid. Well, I, I was, you know, doing something I shouldn't have done last night. So you don't have to deal with that. Because your inner man keeps you straight and keeps you focused on what God's plan is for your life. Amen. Your inner man is the person that will rule and reign and keep you going and keep you straight and have you in the right place at the right time to witness to somebody. Because your inner man will lead you right to that place. But if you you don't get in the spirit realm, where God wants you to be, then your natural senses and your your uh, carnal man might have you across 110th Street. You understand what I'm saying? And so we have to flow with our inward man and follow him. But you need to pray and exercise your tongues and pray in tongues and feed your inner man so he is strong enough to lead you and guide you. Amen. So First Corinthians 14, verse 4 says, He who speaks in, in a tongue, edifies himself but he who prophesies edifies the church edifies the church so the word edify means to build you up it means here to make you spiritually strong amen so he who speaks in tongues edifies himself or makes himself spiritually strong amen it build you build yourself up it makes you spiritually fit to carry out the work of God. In other words, it gives you a strong inner man. Hallelujah. It makes your spirit man want to go and be charged and say, you know, God, I'm not afraid. Who's sick? You know, show me, you know, who to call. Or that's, that's you have a, a roaring uh, spirit that's ready to move out and not be afraid of the consequences. And I think we all stop and think about consequences where we're not in the spirit. But when you're, you're in the spirit, you don't care about consequences because you're going in God's strength and not your own. Amen. So that is another benefit of tongues. Tongues edify you or build you up. Let's talk about another one. Number three, 
uh, building you up on your most holy faith. Amen. And that's in Jude 20. Hallelujah. You know, if you meditate on the word of God, tongues will cause you to be strong in God's power, in, in the power of God's might. So sometimes you have to feed your inner man. Amen. Not only just pray in tongues, but you have to feed your inner man the word of God. Hallelujah. And when you feed your inner man, uh, that with the tongues will keep you charged and ready to do exploits for God and to get good witness and to witness all over the world and get good fruit. Amen. So let's see. Jude 20 says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. So in other words, praying in tongues builds you up in your most holy faith. Amen. You grow from one level of faith to the next level of faith. You go higher and higher in the spirit realm when you you pray in tongues. This is what Jude 20 is really saying. Most holy faith is faith that that helps you blast through any circumstance to keep you in faith and to keep you in victory. Amen. Most holy faith doesn't quit. Most holy faith comes from within. It's not head knowledge or head strength. It's spirit strength. Amen. It's strength that endures and it's strength that overcomes. And you overcome by being in most holy faith. And so when you pray in tongues, you edify yourself, you build yourself up in your most holy faith, and you don't give out. You know, when sometimes you get wrung out and you get tired, well, most holy faith keeps you from one level of faith to the next level of faith. It keeps you going higher and higher in the spirit realm so that you can do anything that God wants you to do and get results. Amen. If it's sometimes not just to make it through, but you make it through because most holy faith gets you where you need to be. Amen. Most holy faith. Hallelujah. Let's see, building yourself up on your most holy faith. So let's see. Also, praying in tongues is a form of worship. With that word edify, when you when you edify or build yourself up, um, another reason it is good to pray in tongues because it's a form of worshiping God. Amen. You edify God or you build yourself up. You, In other words, you invite him to come in. So when you when you um you worship God by praying in tongues, you invite him into your spirit realm or your spirit being so that he can empower you more for for whatever it is that he has for you to do. So when you are empowered by the Holy Spirit, you know, you it's you and God. And that's how you get to the secret place of the most high. Amen. When you go to the secret place, you go via tongues. That's your passport or your ticket into the spirit realm. And your spirit man, amen, your spirit uh, man is so full and wants so much more, it pulls from heaven. And it, and it, and it thrusts you in and out to where God is. Is that making sense? And you connect with him. And when you connect with him, you and God can do business. Amen. You can get a lot of things done. He, and I believe this is where a lot of people get delivered. Your deliverance, your deliverance, I believe a lot has to do with the spirit realm, spirit life. Amen. 
You can get your delivery. You know, you can get delivered. It's not the only way, but I believe when you touch God and when you go into the secret place, anything that you need or anything that you lack, God gives it to you. And he perfects you more and more. And you're ready to go again. Amen. To conquer the world. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see. Where am I going from here? Let's take another one. It's the refreshing. Tongues is a refreshing. It refreshes you. And I think this is what we've been saying. You are refreshed when you pray in tongues. You can be, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Tongues is a good uh, antidote or a good prescription for, for depression. Because when I was depressed, I used to pray in tongues until I felt better. And I used to feel like, you know, I am going to get up today. <laughs> I'm going to get up. I'm going to clean my eyes. I'm going to do all the things that was assigned to me today because the Holy Spirit gets you up and out. Amen. And so tongues can, when it refreshes you, it, it, it motivates you to get up and get out and do what God has called you to be and do. It makes you feel better. I'm telling you, tongues can uh, move sickness, uh, this uh, symptoms off of your body. You know, I just believe, you know, sometimes if, if I get symptoms, I pray in tongues long enough in the shower. When I get out, I feel like a different person. So I know tongues will help you, and, and it has great benefits. It keeps you, I believe it keeps you and gives you long life, renews your strength and your youth tongues is the spirit realm is all you need to be more than who you are god makes you better in the spirit realm when the storms of life hit you sometimes you get overwhelmed in your mind praying in tongues will cause you not to faint it'll cause you to be able to stand and not give up amen in the natural you can't pray you don't know sometimes what you need to pray So the Bible says that when you pray in the spirit, you pray what you ought to pray or what you need to pray. Because sometimes with your natural mind, you can't conceive or think or understand or know what you need to ask God. Anybody ever been there before? Well, you just say, I just need something. (laughs) You pray in the spirit. See, I, you know, I've, I've done both. And I think we don't pray long enough. If we would spend an extra five or ten minutes praying in the spirit, I think it will build us up, lift us up, and encourage us. But when I ain't in the mood, well, you got to make yourself do this stuff. This is a choice thing. Amen? I just don't feel like it. But I'm telling you, if you train yourself enough, now I'm just talking about how it happened for me. I kept doing it, and I kept making myself do it because I was you know, kind of down all the time. And I would make myself and make myself, and pretty soon I didn't have to make myself anymore. When I would wake up, my eyes open, my spirit man would say, get up, pray in the spirit, yeah, you know. And I couldn't lay there. I would get up, get in the shower, and get things moving because my spirit was charged. My spirit man was ready to get out of that bed and do what I needed to do. And I wanted to lay there. But but your spirit man can carry you. You know, it can make you do things your boss can't make you do. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's it's motivating you from the inside to be more than who you are. And y'all following me. They look at me like, okay. <laughs> All right. 
Amen. But your spirit, man, knows how and what to pray. And it knows how to refresh you mentally, spiritually, and physically. You feel physically better when you pray at times. It affects you spiritually. Amen. Hallelujah. So in other words, when you when your soul faints, the Holy Spirit will boil up inside of you so that you'll yield to it or take notice of the Holy Spirit and obey it and carry out whatever it is that the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. You carry out your Holy Spirit. Your inner man is the person that will help you to carry out whatever it is that God has ordained for you to do that day. Does that make sense to you? Uh, the Holy Spirit, praying in spirit is very important because it keeps you being better. It fine-tunes. It helps uh, shape you and helps you to become more like Christ. Because I believe that tongues, is it equips us to be more like him. So when God is allowing trials and tribulations or when the devil attacks us with trials and tribulations in different circumstances, I think that tongues is there to help us through it so that we'll be better, so that we'll be stronger, and so that we'll make it through everything that the devil puts before us. See, tongues is your ticket out. Amen. It's your sustainer. The Holy Spirit helps you. Get through the bad times. That's what I'm trying to say. Amen. We have one more scripture, Isaiah 28. Hallelujah. Isaiah 28, verse 11. You know, you got to yield to the Holy Spirit. You have to yield. A lot of people, it's been my uh, experience that when they first start to pray in tongues, they fight it. Because we, see, we as human beings, we want to stay in control. Well, I don't know what I'm saying. Well, if it's a heavenly language, what do you care? Amen. You know, the Holy Spirit is your interpreter also. So we can go a step further. Holy Spirit will interpret, and you can interpret what you say. Just ask God, you know, well, what did I say? And he will tell you. If you get advanced, see, this problem is most people speak two or three words, and then they want to, well, what was that, God? And God say it was yabba dabba do or shoo-moo-shoo. Shoo. <laughs> That's what you said. That's what it was. <laughs> but, you know, I believe that if you exercise the gift enough where you're really in the spirit and you're battling the, the forces of darkness and you're plowing through, God will give you an interpretation if you ask him. He'll let you know. Amen. He will help you to fight whatever is in front of you so that you'll come out sparkling, clean, perfected as pure gold. You'll come out better than you were before. Amen. More like Christ. So uh, Isaiah 28, 11 says, For with stammering lips and other and another tongue, he will speak to his people. And um, let's see, am I going to 12? Yeah. And verse 12 says, to whom he said, this is the rest with which you may cause the weary to rest. And this is a refreshing, yet they would not hear. Amen. So that word refreshing or rest is a place of stillness. Amen. A place of comfort. A place of peace, a place of restfulness. 
do you know you can pray in tongues so much so that you can reach a place of peace peace for the weary a weary soul so if you keep messing up sit down and pray in tongues for 15 or 20 minutes until you feel peace the holy spirit will bring peace to you peace for a weary soul with stammering lips another tongue comes amen Hallelujah. How many of you have ever administered tongues to people? Laid hands, all right, and they, amen, praise God. So, uh, and sometimes they start off with, okay, did they, well, you know, I didn't want to go there. (laughs) Okay, how many of you got it when you prayed with them? How many people got, oh, faith accident or a a natural occurrence all the time? Natural all the time amen it's a faith move amen you have and see to have faith to administer you just got to be used to flowing in the spirit you you know that god's gonna show up you just know you have to know that he's gonna show up amen and you don't have to tarry or take them in the back room because this is where people get real iffy and they say i'm not going there i'm not going you know it's not leading somebody to the death room but it's just trusting God, knowing how to flow and trust God in the spirit. It's a realm that's just like this, but it's just full of power. And it's a God realm where you know when you get there, you're going to get what you came in there for and get out. Amen. Get in, get out, go home. <laughs> it's you're going in there, you're plowing through for a purpose. And that purpose is to get somebody else introduced to tongues so that they can have a better life, a more powerful life. Amen. It's not a show, and it's not a big deal. And you can't force people to pray in tongues. It's You know, the Bible says in, in Matthew 5, it says, he who hungers. You know, a lot of people, they come up, he need tongues. Well, they do. But I always ask them, do you want it? Because if you don't want to get on up out of here, we got too many people that do. You understand? Because I'm going to tell you something. When people in the church realize that they're in the minority, when they don't pray in tongues, they'll want it. They will desire it. But I'm telling you, you can get it by faith. All you got to do is say, God, hit me with the Holy Spirit. I want it. And he will give it to you. Amen. It's not, it's something that's old, but yet new. It is old, amen. Romans 8, 26, if you write that down, through 27, it says, Likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. And that's the last one. The Holy Spirit helps your infirmities. Amen. Hallelujah. What's an infirmity? Poverty, sickness, disease. But the biggest infirmity, I believe, in the church is ignorance. The great big infirmity. Can I say that? Amen. Ignorance, because we don't know that we need the Holy Spirit to help us, to guide us, to lead us into all truths, to empower us, to keep us sane, to keep us healed, to bring us back out of darkness into the light, to help us to witness to others, to be a witness. Witnessing is just not passing out tracts, but being a witness is conveying your spirit life to another person you know how by letting them see what you have in god amen not just repeat after me you know because very few people take that seriously i'm telling 
I've seen people when I was in a traditional church and I didn't know any better, I thought all you had to do is just say, repeat after me. And some got it, some didn't. They said, okay, I'll repeat. And they did. And they kept on doing what they were doing. But I'm telling you, when you got power on the inside of you, honey, that is conveyed from you to them. They got to get it. They'll get it, they'll get, they'll fall out. They'll get it or get knocked down. Get it or get knocked out. Amen. Because you got more of the Holy Spirit and less of you going in and pushing and invading their space. Invading their natural space so that you can get through and get them out of one realm of the natural into the spirit realm where they need God and where they can see what who God really is and what God really wants to do in their life. Amen. It says in Romans 8, it says that the Holy Spirit searches the heart and shows us what we need to repent of. Isn't that something? The Holy Spirit searches the heart. That's Romans 8. Why don't we just go right there for one second? I think we have one more. In fact, we have three minutes. Romans 8. Amen. If I could find it, it would be great. I'm getting it. Okay. 8 verse 26. Could somebody read it? My page is torn. Romans 8 verse 26. Okay. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Amen. With groanings that cannot be uttered. Sometimes you can't pray in tongues. When the Spirit hits you, all you can do is... (sighs) And I always tell people, that's it. It's okay. Because the first thing people do is get scared and say, that ain't it. It doesn't sound. I say, hey, that's it. Keep it going. Pull from your belly. Keep it going stronger. Keep pressing. Keep pushing. Because that's it. That's him. And he's coming through. He's breaking forth and breaking through if you keep it going. Amen. Hallelujah. And you're going to feel different. You're going to act different. And you're going to allow him to come in so you and him can get to know each other and do some work. Amen. Do what God has has put you here. You know, we all have uh, um, a plan. We are, uh, we are all planned by God. You are not an accident. God planned. He called you for a specific purpose. Everybody has purpose on this earth. And God has a plan for you. Amen. And so the Holy Spirit helps you fit into that plan so you can get what God has for you. You have work to be done. Amen. Everybody. And so I believe that. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the Holy Spirit helps our infirmities by blasting through sickness, disease, whatever is holding us back. It, it helps you with more knowledge, you know, to, to know how to pray and to get through whatever it is that you need to get through, to blast through. Sometimes there's a wall up. You, you ever felt like you just can't feel God or I don't know, you know, you feel like you just don't, 
You ain't getting it. You ain't cutting it today. Well, if you pray in the Holy Spirit long enough, it'll blast through that wall. Amen. It'll plow, blast, and you'll get through. Amen. You, but see, you gotta do, you gotta make yourself do this. You know, the Holy Spirit is not gonna come and say, please pray in the Spirit. You have to want to, you gotta want to feel better. You understand? And sometimes if you just open your mouth, you'll be lifted and elevated. Amen. So is there anybody here that have not prayed in tongues that wants to pray in tongues? You need to pray in tongues. Or if it, or is it anybody here that once prayed and it's not flowing the way you would like it? Because it happens sometimes. It happened to me. I was in a traditional church that didn't believe in tongues. So every time I would go in there, I would get stuck. You know, I would just kind of get stuck. And so I would have to go home. And I even went to a, a meeting with my sister at the Happy Hunters. The Hunters mean they were a healing. Remember those? Healing a wife. Amen. And I got hands laid on me again because it just didn't flow right. But they laid hands on me again. And I was good to go because I stopped trying to understand with my head and started understanding with my heart. And it was just a whole, whole new me. Amen. So is there anybody here like that that we can pray for? Anybody? Is everybody praying tongues? Come on up. Come on. Hey, we, anybody's welcome. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. tonight hungry for the rain in the presence of God, would you just lift your hands, invite him in. Holy Spirit, we say to you that you are welcome here. You are welcome. Have your way in the midst of your people. Oh, God. 
it don't flow right, take the volume up. Amen. Did that work for you, sister? Take the volume up because the devil wants to cut it out. But pick up the volume. Sometimes that's all you need is more bass. I'm telling you. There's some bass in those tongues. So bring the volume up. Y'all got that? Whenever you, or if you, you, you lay hands on people and they say, well, it's weak, it's not strong, or I, 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 they keep stopping. And they say, I don't have it. I'm not, then bring the, vo- tell them, turn up the volume. You get more bass because the bass push it from your belly. And I'm telling you, it will flow stronger. Amen. Y'all got more bass. Experience of what I have been told, um, by a Baptist. She bought a couple of these books and she says every person that she gave this book to, after they read it, they prayed in tongues. Amen. Amen. I'm a former Baptist. Amen. So I can tell you that sometimes the devil will fight you a little harder. They, he will because he fought me hard because of my traditional background. And, you know, and the pastor told me, well, you know, if you pray in tongues, that's the devil. He didn't know any better. He's now spirit-filled. He's been spirit-filled for 10 years. But um, this woman who uh, would come to our meeting, she bought a couple of these books. And everybody she gave it to, after they read it, they trusted the Holy Spirit enough to open their mouth and have stammering lips. And they prayed for their spiritual language. So if you know people like that, please get one. And then this book talks mainly more about how to administer the gifts of the Spirit. So just wanted to pump my books. Amen. Praise God. Ah, wake up, everybody. (laughs) Didn't you have a good time with my my pretty sister, Shirley? Praise the Lord. Amen. She's always been a major blessing to me. She's been with me ever since I told her God wanted me to preach. At first, she looked at me like I was crazy, but she got used to the idea, and then she realized she was going to do it, too. So, nah, I look crazy. (laughs) 